10 minutes remaining. <laughs> Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Friday, March 5th, 2021, the first Friday of March. Look at hey. that. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down or TGIFing, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. But this is the 10 Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And all this week, we are featuring Buffy, the eco-friendly comforter sheets and pillows. You can try them out by going to 10kdollarday.com slash Buffy. And you get a seven-day free trial with free returns. And you can use our code FLUFF15 for 15% off of those breathable eucalyptus comforters. So check them out. Again, 10kdollarday.com slash Buffy. And if you're feeling super generous today, everyone, you can hop on over to whatever podcast platform you're listening on and maybe leave us a little five stars and a little nice note. Uh, that would help us yeah. be discovered and help us get a little higher up in the visibility. And so if that's something that you can do today, we would really appreciate it. And you can do that for any of the content creators that you support. It really means a lot because the world is strange and that's how we measure success these days. Okay. So <laughs> Allison... We yes. talked a couple days ago, maybe yesterday, I don't know when we talked about this. And remember when I started a conversation very innocuously by saying, mm -hmm. have you ever seen Storage Wars? And then we all oh, found yes. out that you go through everybody's drawers. Like that's yes, basically that's right. how the conversation went. Okay. Yeah. Did I distract I, you from a story? <laughs> yeah, we never got to the story. So the reason <laughs> I brought it up back then is because... Those auctions that you're talking about that you really want to go to, they yeah. are increasing all over the country, but actually for a sad reason. So because oh. of the pandemic, so many people had to move. This is a really big problem in New York City. And so many yeah. people's just living situations changed. They downsized houses. They yeah. relocated. They did whatever. And now they can't afford to pay these auctions. So we all know what oh, happens. Man. They go into those um, or they can't pay their storage fees. Right. So it goes into auction, as we know from Storage Wars. Now, in New York specifically, there is a bill on the table, I think, or at least they are petitioning legislators to ban eviction from storage places, at least for okay. a, a few months or however long. However, the people who own the storage places are like, no, 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 we like literally need people to pay them because that's their business. Oh, right. Oh, however, yeah. the rates have gone up. Since the pandemic. Oh, I mean. So the price per month has gone up. So maybe the, maybe the, it should be capped. Not, yeah, like give a little. Maybe the answer is a, a cap. I don't That's know. That's tough. Crazy, yeah. huh? And then, so they were, it was, there was this interview with a woman who I guess lived in New York and now is in Miami. And she was like, it's cheaper for me to just go buy all new stuff than it would be to get it out of that storage facility. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. I know it's like being evicted, but you don't live there. But your stuff lives there. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. So it's like they'd kick you out and be like. I know. So wait, are they just. Okay, wait. So if you get evicted from a storage yes. unit, if you take all your stuff, it's still yours, right? They don't sell your stuff. Well, when we say evicted, because it's not really evicting, right? What we're talking about is that they probably stop having access. Yeah. 
So in that sense, if you if they if they tell you, hey, you are two months right. late, oh, and so you they like no padlock you know, it. We're you lose access to this. We're, we're emptying it no matter what on day 61. So get your stuff out or forfeit it. Yeah. I think. Okay. That makes more sense. Oh, those poor people. Yeah. Cause where do you keep it all? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, Oof. I'm like living with all of my stuff in one bedroom right now. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's insane. There's so many yeah. things that are happening that are crazy in the world. Uh, however, my sister was able to get a vaccination appointment in Florida, and she is under 40. So how about that? That's right. Didn't you say she had to like go at like 1 a.m.? She got it at 1 a.m. She did all the due diligence. She found out what time Walmart's refreshed, CVS refreshed, because I guess where you are, Pinellas County, Five minutes uh, remaining. she was able to do it directly. I think in Orange County, it's still being done by a portal, like a, a one thing. But I have to say, it's not easy to figure out how to get this oh. vaccine, when you're allowed to get it, where to register. It's piecemeal. It's different from county to county, which means... You, you might mm-hmm. have a friend that always helps you figure stuff out, but if you don't live right next to each other, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Your process is completely different. So I don't know what's happening with this vaccination, but I think a lot of people are going to fall through the cracks if you don't have a yep. friend that's going to help you figure it out. Because honestly, like, I just don't even, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have the tools to make this happen yeah. for myself. <laughs> right. Well, and think about it too, for anyone who is not like tech savvy. Like I think of some of the older generations, like if everything has to be done online, like how you said your sister just kept refreshing websites and checking things in the middle of the night, like people who don't have access to that kind of stuff, like that could make it really difficult for them to find a place and then also Mm -hmm. register and also get there on time and then figure out how to, you know, go back two weeks later for the second dose. Like I feel like it's just... It's a lot of like, you know, I don't know. It's just harder than it should be to make us all safe. But I guess, you know, it's America. I know. But when I think when I think of the of the footage I've seen of people, for instance, with the draft, right, with the Vietnam War, I see the footage of people like sitting in front of the TV, getting that information because there was like one centralized Mm -hmm. way to get that information out. And now I think because we have 45 million cable news networks and we have everyone has their own newspaper they like to read and it's always with the political slant you like. And we just have so many ways to disperse information that there's not one place to go to for the official information. You know? Right. That's why all the fake news happens. People just have to keep researching a gazillion different outlets to make sure that something is right. Like I remember when I first heard that like Texas was saying no more masks. It was literally through a text message. Someone texted me and I had to go on Google and like start just checking. And then I was like, wait, but that might not be true because that's from that website. And then this might not be true because that's from It was me. I know. I'm the one that texted you. (laughs) (laughs) I texted you and you said, do you have any more information? I said, no, you have to Google it. And so I did. 
<laughs> I'm so proud of you. But even if someone, if it would have been anybody, like you should, yeah. you should. No, that's I gotta Google stuff nowadays, and not and just Google. It's always yeah. the right answer is to get as much information as possible. Someone, um, I I saw on Facebook a while back that there was like a famous, I want to say journalist or something, and I wish I actually knew the quote, everyone, but the basic quote was, as a journalist. It's not my job to report on whether other people say it's raining. It's my job to look out the window. Well, Whoa, okay. I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Isn't that cool? It's not my job. Right. So like you don't trust other people's words. If they say it's raining, you look, look out the window and you go, correct. That's how you confirm a source. I get right? it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think the actual quote is much better. So I just did a huge paraphrase of a giant philosophical <laughs> idea in an industry of which I don't know anything. So I just want to put, again, everyone, just Google stuff. Don't listen to us. Also today, if you are listening yeah. to this in the morning, if you happen to be listening to this before 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, today, Allison and I are presenting a presentation, presenting a presentation, but with better words, at PodFest, which is actually the first podcast conference we ever went to. And we're so excited that not only are we presenting at PodFest, but yesterday our good friend Alan Seals of the Theater Podcast did a microcon at PodFest. He had an amazing conversation about Broadway and about Broadway podcasts out there. So it's really exciting to see our podcast community kind of in the highlights there, which is exciting. And Guys, we have like a PowerPoint. Yeah. Like we're we're ready. Ten. I know. Nine. It's gonna be so eight, good. We're gonna seven, put real makeup on. Six, so many five, things are happening. Four, mm-hmm. three, we're official. Two, Check it out. Google it. One.